0: Ladies and gentlemen, for years I've suspected that our accident-prone school system is a gold mine for clever comics. Me, I'm not waiting for Superman. Public schools are just too weird. The man of steel will look foolish fighting to the death against silly putty. To speak truth about this demented moan, we need a voice, a mind, a way of thinking as deranged as the system itself. You know, we need somebody like Lewis Black. You know him. He's the quintessential angry comic. On stage, he appears to be having a seizure. His hands tremble upward in gestures of helpless rage. Spit seems to fly from his mouth as he hurls bombs made of bitterness. It's easy to imagine him chomping off these insults. Open quote. Kids can't read their diplomas. They can't find this country on a map. You're teaching them what? No, you're teaching them nothing. You are keeping them empty headed and stuffing them in a deep hole and paving it over with asphalt made from chopped-up encyclopedias. And what's that you're saying to them? Goodbye, suckers, end quote. Here he might shake and sutter all over a, a trade—a trademark gesture of disgust. Louis Black, his style, his comedy, the way his mind functions is the perfect counterpoint to the bogosity shown in our education establishment. There are many thousands of these so-called experts, all gaudily festooned with degrees and titles. But Lewis Black could be their avenging angel equal. You ask me, kids must know the names of the oceans. But no, our superintendents and principals ask why. Why would children need such information? Well, how about because they are human. They are alive. Because kids are not vegetables, not tomatoes growing on a vine. They are the future of the country, and they don't know the names of the oceans that wash against our shores. Blah, blah, blankety-blank, blah. Close quote. Lewis Black does not look too healthy. He's been on dark journeys to hell and back. He probably smokes and drinks too much. His mind has been poked and strobed by too many titanically terrible experiences but now he's back from the dread to tell us the lowdown on our intellectual slowdown open quote this boy is in college he's in a fraternity he has a driver's license and owns a car and can vote but he can't tell you what six times seven is where's a calculator he's in school 12 years before college he doesn't know what six times seven is think about this for three seconds and your eyes will roll like cherries in a slot machine son of a Barbie doll Close quote. now his own eyes are rolling side to side then back in his head black will probably topple over and flatline on the stage no he writes himself as he gazes almost idiotically at the audience assembling as it were a giant jigsaw puzzle his thoughts His head twitches on an unsteady stalk. His whole body spasms with indignations like some Manhattan cabbie cursing a dumbass tourist. Open quote. I have to tell you, all this crap-a-doodle-do about how to fix the schools, somebody is laughing at you. The kids can't count. They can't read. But somehow it's always somebody else's fault. Not the people running the schools. Not one bit. They just pull all the strings, write all the laws, create all the policies. But somehow, you know whose fault it is? Some nice welfare mother and Queens. It's all her fault. It's some eight-year-old's fault because he played a video game. Sure it is. End of quote. Now Black is pacing like a tiger on meth. Ten steps to our left. Eight steps back the other way. Can he hold himself together? Will he explode like that can't-stop-eating guy in Monty Python? Bits and pieces of Lewis Black, ten rows out, but people are screaming with joy. Open oh, quote, these kids can't read a cereal box. They can't read a sign on the street. Who the heck is in charge of reading? The Adams Family? F Troop? People who want to pull the switch on death row but can't pass the IQ test? Who is in charge of reading? Close quote, now Black is making noises like a venting whale. Good. He's not exploding after all. Oops, but he's going to projectile vomit on the people in the front row. Oh, my God. At the last second, he pulls back from the abyss and demands to know, quote, Is it the fault of the parents? Of course it is, especially those parents who are guilty of wanting their kids to know how to read and count. The ungrateful jerks. They don't appreciate the point of being dumbed down. These stupid middle-brow parents want their kids to know the names of the oceans. What's the matter with them? Close quote. Now, Black himself never said any of these things, but he should. And all the other comedians should jump into the K-12 mess. Sure, it's a big crime scene, so you could be sad about it if you want. But we can also see the humor because these pretentiously pretentious pretenders constantly announce new breakthroughs that God personally sent down to lift our children out of ignorance and illiteracy. Whoops! Didn't work. Again. Kids are even slower now. Now, you see, that's funny if you can stop crying. Thank you. Overview Let's Fix Education explores seven of my favorite themes. First, this podcast is a meditation on what I call the K-12 crime scene. So many destructive ideas. Understanding them is the key to fixing them. Two, By doing that, we will have better schools at less cost. 3. Nothing much changes decade to decade. The big questions of the 1930s were the big questions of the 1960s and the 1990s. Any subject we discuss can easily intersect with any other subject. Most people instinctively want traditional education, but the education establishment fills classrooms with progressive gimmicks. The result is that we have a standoff, and that's why you run into the same ideas over and over. Four, the big brains in education keep telling students, don't bother memorizing this or that. You can look it up later. B.B. King, the great guitarist, is much smarter. He said, the beautiful thing about learning is nobody can take it away from you. Five, Lennon's ghost wanders through our school system. The hard left thinks big. If they have to kill millions of people to build their perfect society, that's okay. Same goes for dumbing down millions of students. Totalitarians want power. They will do anything to get it. Six, if we are going to survive, we have to take each child to his or her limit. As it is, we are creating millions of sub-educated students from K right through college. 7. Analyzing education, especially dysfunctional education, is a lot more intellectually interesting than most people suppose. You'll enjoy this. Finally, P.S. My book, Saving K-12, runs parallel to everything discussed on this podcast. I also have an education site, improve-education.org, with 70 articles that complement everything discussed here and I have hundreds of articles on the Internet. Enter a topic in Google with my full name, Bruce Dietrich Price, and let Google make suggestions. Thank you for visiting.